Good morning to my brothers and sisters at Antioch Baptist Church in Kenya. Good morning and welcome back to our continuing look at Paul's letter to the church at Rome. This morning we pick back up in chapter 5, starting with verse 12, and Lord willing we will go through verse 18. Let's read those verses and then we'll pray. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass, for if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. For if, because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous." Now the law came in to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more, so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness, leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Heavenly Father, open the eyes and ears of our understanding that we may see, hear, and receive what you have for us, and that our hearts and our lives be transformed. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. In these verses today, we're looking at both a parallel between Adam and Jesus Christ but it's a parallel of contrast. It's not how they're alike, it's how they are drastically different. Uh, sometimes Jesus is referred to as the second Adam. So he starts off with the word therefore, and we know that any time we see the word therefore, we need to understand what it is there for. This is where the contrast begins because the therefore relates back to the fact that, that we are made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ in his finished act when he died in our place and was buried and then raised from the dead. So now he gives us the contrast of what happens through Adam. He said sin came into the world through one man, referring to Adam, and, and we know that with death comes sin. Uh, God had warned 
Adam and said, you can find that in Genesis 2 about verse 16, he said, you know, don't eat of this because if you do, you will surely die. And we recall that Satan used that when he was trying to deceive Eve. He said, uh, you will not surely die, but we know, of course, that death entered. And he's referring there to both a spiritual death as well as physical death. And he says, so death through sin and death spread to all men because all sinned. And so listen to this now. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given. So he's not saying that there was no sin until there was a law, but he is saying, but sin is not counted where there is no law. In, in other words, Adam was specifically instructed, you may eat of any tree in the garden, but not of the tree that God said do not eat, because if you do, you will die. So Adam violated a specific command. All people from Adam forth sinned, but until Moses came, there was no specific law that they were violating, yet they did all sin, but their sin was not counted against them as a violation of the law. Yet, even still, death reigned from Adam to Moses. That is, that uh, both the spiritual and the physical death reigned from Adam to Moses even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam. And then he uses this statement at the end of verse 14, who was a type of the one who was to come. Adam was a type of the one who was to come, that is, Jesus Christ. But he is distinguishing between Adam and Jesus throughout this section. He said, but the free gift is not like the trespass. The, the trespass brought many men death. How much more has the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many? And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. One brought death, one brought justification, justified, made right before God. Verse 17, For if because of one man's trespass death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one trespass led to the condemnation for all men, that therefore relates to what was just said up in, in verse 12, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. The, the one act of righteousness is the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, so here is their parallels. They're similar. They're of a, of, of a type, 
but there's a huge contrast. Through one comes death, through the other comes life, comes justification, comes uh, our reconciliation back to God. For as by the, verse 19, for as by one man's obedience, the many were made sinners, meaning all of us, so by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. All who put their faith in him will be made righteous, not through what we've done, but through the finished work of Jesus. Verse 20, now the law came in to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. There was sin, as we said earlier, before the law came in, but when the law came in, it it gave us clarity of what is and is not right, and there were a number of laws, and there were violations of all of those. So that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness, leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's think about what we're what we're reading here. He's letting us know that sin entered the world through one man, and that man was Adam, who violated the the covenant, the command, not the covenant, the command of God regarding the tree in the middle of the Garden of Eden that he should not take from. And because of that, death entered the world. The, the wages of sin is death, both a physical death, which didn't, didn't exist before there was a sin, and the spiritual death, the separation from God, because you remember that, that God put Adam and Eve out of the garden, and they came out of that fellowship that they had with God. So both a physical death and a spiritual death, separation from God, occurred as a result of sin. And it all came in through that one trespass. And all of us, everyone who's ever been born, Adam and Eve weren't born, they were created. But every single person who's ever been born, uh, starting with Cain and Abel and coming forth from there, all of us are born with a sin nature. We're, we're born, we're conceived in sin because the people who conceived us are sinners. Since, since all are sinners, starting with Adam and Eve, following their violation of God's command, then everyone who came after also are sinners. And so whatever we conceive is conceived in sin because we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And death reigned, physical death and spiritual death, from Adam to Moses and and from Moses forward to Jesus Christ, the the so-called second Adam. Uh, But he said, look, the gift, the gift of God that's in Christ Jesus is not like the trespass. The, the trespass, he did one thing and it caused everybody to sin. Jesus did one thing, did, came and lived that sinless life, died in our place and was raised from the dead. And through that one act, we all may be made righteous with God, may be reconciled to God, May, may be made 
correct or right or justified before God simply by the by faith in Jesus Christ, not by anything we've done or not done, not by anything we could ever do or not do, only by faith. Salvation is by faith from beginning to end, and salvation is a gift from God. It's not our idea. It's God's idea. So that's why we see in Ephesians, he says, for you are saved by grace, by a gift of God through faith, and this not of your own doing. And that faith is in one thing, and that thing is Jesus Christ. That, that saving faith is faith in Christ himself who did for us what we could not do for ourselves. He died in our place that we might have life and we can have eternal life, not just life here. We're immediately, when we put our faith in Christ, we're made right back with God. We're adopted into God's family. And so we are spiritually reunited with God, and we will never be separated. Read Romans uh, 8, 28 and 29 and Romans 8, 1. And then we are also, we overcome spiritual death, um, a physical death, because when, you know, when we're in Christ, even though our body dies, we know that we will rise again and we will live forever. And so our spirit never dies and our physical body will be, unless we're here when Jesus comes back, will be temporarily in the grave, but but eventually will be raised up and made into a new uh, holy body that is that is without sickness or death or any of those things when Christ returns at the rapture. So this is a beautiful, beautiful section of Scripture that tells us that there are two atoms, and one of those atoms is a kind of an atom bomb that leads to death. And the other of those atoms, Jesus Christ, is peace that overcomes death and that we overcome death when we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you.